are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Your Bibles were in Deuteronomy in chapter 8 tonight. Moses was used of God to bring his people up to the promised land. Now he's going to die. And the book of Deuteronomy is a message. It's a preaching message from the man of God that's led him all these years. He led him through those days of Egypt. He led him into the wilderness. He prepared him. He gave him the commandments that God gave him, Mount Sinai. And now they're prepared. Now they're ready to possess. He wasn't going to be there to see it all happen. But you know, the exciting thing is, God said, I want you to come up here to Mount Pisgah. And before you take your flight, I want you to view that home and then take your flight. And he saw what they were going to experience. Of course, he had been there. and He already had come back with Caleb with the, uh, uh, the uh, grapes of escrow and the milk and honey. He saw it all. And he had been waiting 40 years. Why didn't we do this? Boy, I tell you, I wish, I wish they would have listened to Caleb and myself. We, we were so excited about this. And the people said no. And the 10 other spies said no. But I've used these years to try to get the people of God ready. You know, I believe all of us ought to be working on getting the next generation ready all the time. All the time. I believe we ought to be investing in the bus kids and in the school kids and in the teenagers and the public school kids everywhere we can in the elementary school. I believe we ought to get involved with the nursery and do everything we can to get this next generation. I believe we ought to help young couples. I believe we ought to help middle-aged couples do what we can to get them ready for all that God's gonna do in their lives and he wants to do with their family. Here is Moses. And it was a very, you ought to read Deuteronomy with the idea that the man's going to die. And he knows he's going to die. What a difficult thing it must be to say goodbye to people that you love. I was talking to a preacher friend of mine yesterday on the phone, Dr. Raymond Barber. He's 88 years young. He'll be coming uh, next fall to preach for us here. He and his wife are a wonderful couple. Next Sunday, they're going to celebrate at his church in Fort Worth, Texas. He's not been the pastor for years there. Uh, he is in evangelism, and there's a pastor. But of the, I think the church is 66 years old next week. Of the 66 years, he's been there 61 of the years. He said, I began as a janitor at the church. And uh, he went to Dr. J. Frank Norris's school. Just an amazing thing, amazing testimony. And he said, Brother Treber, I'm so very grateful. I've been at Worth Baptist Church for 61 years of my life. And what a great, such tremendous testimony. But you know, for all of us, one day, we're going to draw our last breath. I will, the Lord tarries, and you will. And it's going to be, for me, a very, I think, a very difficult time to say if, 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 if God takes me by way of grave, uh, think about it, my wife, if she's still here, and my children and our grandchildren. It's going to be so very difficult to say goodbye to this church. And I hope by the grace of God, if he tarries, I hope that's many years away. 
But I do, I do know this message really big, speaks to my heart as I hear a man speaking. You can see and hear the pathos in his voice. You can hear that he loved these people. And that's one of the huge concerns I have because there's a lot of things I have not been, but I know I've loved the people of North Valley Baptist Church. And I want, if the Lord takes me one day, and I hope it's many years from now, but I, I, if he does, I hope there'll be a man that would love you and love you and uh, unconditional love. Love you where you're at. And try to help you with your lives. And that's where Moses is at right now. And Moses reviewing the past, the present, and the future. And I think all of us, I love to live that way. I love looking at the future all the time. I, I put my eye on the future. When I came here so many years ago with Mrs. Treber, I, I got my eye on the finish line. I, I didn't ever realize it'd be an auditorium like this. I never realized, though I had hopes in my heart, the Mrs. Brownlee, she's home with the Lord, she was our chairman's wife, and she said, do you remember, Brother Treber, when you said we were gonna have a Bible college right when you first came? Well, I don't remember that necessarily, but it was in my heart. And I remembered wanting a Christian school, and in September of 1977, we began a Christian school. All these years, been training young people for God. It's been a, it's been a wonderful journey to see all this. And I like to look forward and say, uh, say, here's the future. You know, the big future right now, in the next about 48, 49, 50, 52 months, is to pay off the debt. But I want you to know, I want you to know that I have about 40 or $50 million of projects right after that. We're not making the debt the end. We're not going to, by the grace of God, go into debt. I, I drive every day, several times a day, past three particular buildings, and I'm praying for those buildings. I'm praying that God would give us to, them, uh, to us. I'm praying for the new front of the college building. It has a beautiful drawn pop-out. That would be a new reception area with an elevator for our people to get in that building properly and a more secure building and drop-off where you could drop off in the rain. I'm so excited. It's going to be a beautiful thing. It's a needful thing. And we'll eliminate those two porches and have one beautiful main entrance, somewhat matching, in a sense, the front of this building. A little bit different, but the same style. And then I'm excited about this corner building. Can't hardly wait to get it. I can hardly wait to get the property down the street by the grace of God for additional property parking. I'm so excited about some other projects that God has in my heart. I don't believe you just say, well, you know, after all, I'm 50 years old now. What are you laughing at? And, 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 uh, and you know, 50, it's getting pretty old, I'm gonna die. Oh no, I'm pressing on the upward yeah. way. New heights I'm gaining Amen. every day. I, that's why I've enjoyed these men that have joined us at the other preachers. I'm enjoying hearing them preach. I think it's given me longevity of heart and life. I enjoy Wednesday night coming to hear these men preaching as they finish the book of Malachi. And uh, this last Wednesday, that was such a wonderful message. And I'm enjoying what I'm seeing in elementary and high school and college. But I think the best is yet to come. I like looking to the future. I love looking to the future. I like living in the present. I look forward to Sunday. I look forward to our Sunday school class. 
Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, elementary chapel, high school chapel, college chapel, my preaching boys class, the radio ministry. I look forward to it all. I, I'm, I'm having right now in the present such a good time. But I also like the past. I don't think you just live in the past. Oh, the good old days. But that's what Moses is speaking to these people about. I don't want you ever to forget. I want to speak to you about one word tonight. That one word is found in verse 2. The Bible says in verse 1, All the commandments will I command thee this day shall he observe to do, that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. Thou shalt, thou shalt, thou shalt, thou shalt what? Never forget. I hope that you never forget. I, I don't ever want to forget God's faithfulness. Looking back through the years, the heartaches, the tears, the Lord has never, help me, was let me down, though I don't understand. We ought to sing a duet. Oh, so I, in his hand. Bucket you, money, bucket money. I'll give you 50 cents next week for this, all right? <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I, 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 I like to look back through the years. Yes. I'm gonna challenge you tonight, don't ever forget. Remember, remember. God's word says, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Don't ever forget. I, I want to always remember God's faithfulness. And God's always been faithful. I can think about every year as we move, move into December. And I, I can remember so often how we tried to raise money. And sometimes as we came to the last day of the year, we were in church. I'd say, now folks, we need another offering. And we'd take three, four, five, six offerings on a Sunday night. We've got we've to pay the bills. We've got to end the year in the black. And that began a project that every year for 44 years, we've now paid every bill and we're in the black by December 31st. It's sometimes when it looks so, boy, my goodness, we need 300 more dollars. And now we need 300,000 more. God does it every time. He's done it every single time. I don't ever want to forget that. I don't ever want to forget that day. Brother Sam, 28 years ago, you prayed at prayer meeting last night that our church, Brother David Road, your brother-in-law, pray, please, please pray. My brother-in-law, my sister, Sam and Julie, get saved. Oh, they got saved on a happy day. That day they got saved. I don't ever want to forget, Norma, the day your husband came down that aisle on friend day in October of 19, whatever it was, when he got saved. And I read his missionary letters and all that God's doing in his life. In all these countries, he travels so much. I don't want to forget that day. I don't want to forget God's faithfulness. I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget my own salvation. I know you'll get tired of hearing it. But I remember so well, we say with the teenagers, sometimes out of this gold book of ours, I remember the day when the Lord saved me. Sang it two weeks ago. All of heaven came, Davy, down. You got it down. I was happy and free. 
glory filled my soul. For the Lord made me whole. I shall never forget. I'll never forget five rows back when he reached out. When my Savior reached out for me, he had to reach way down. Do you remember that day when you're sinking in the mire sin, page 111 in our song book? I don't ever want to forget. I shall, uh, there was a song in the 50s or 60s came out with the favorite hymns and they called it, I, 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 oh, I never shall forget the day when Jesus washed my sins away and life became new. I, was, I don't ever want to forget it. I try every day to go back 15 minutes from here, that little church building. I never want to forget it. I never want to forget the conviction of the Holy Spirit of God in my heart. I never want to forget that invitation standing next to my father and wanting to step out. I never want to forget that I finally, the second or third stanza, stepped out. I'll never forget saying to Pastor Smith, Pastor, I want to get saved today. I, I, never, I never want to forget Viva Morningstar coming and show me how to be saved. I'm so glad in 1956 my name was written in the book of life. I don't want to forget it that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And the, here's the key word, fellowship. Join in partnership. Never forget it. Never forget it. Remind yourself. Oh, remind me. Remind me, dear Lord. I want to be reminded of my salvation. I want to, I want to remember my childhood. I have stamped in the vivid memory of my heart that dad of mine. We didn't have video cameras, but they had these projectors. And they had a long bar with four big lights. They had to turn those lights on. My mother must have been doing it because there was my father. I must have been about six years old. And that old reel-to-reel tape was somewhere. And my dad was by a train set on the ground. I remember seeing his T-shirt because my dad used to have these hearing aids and they'd come up with a wire like this and hook around his ear, then go and they would hook onto a man's T-shirt. I always felt, I always felt so sad. Not that I was never embarrassed with my dad. But I always felt so sad that he had to have those big old transistors hung on his T-shirt so he could hear. My wife would tell you this is true, and you people that remember my my dad was the sweetest man. He wasn't like me. He was sweet. He was just perfect. My dad was such a good man. And I remember 1959 when he bought those hearing aids like this, but they had an ear mold that came down and he put them in and he never had to have those transistors again. We'd wrestle and they'd start falling off and his cords would go all over the place. He'd say, oh, wait, 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 son. Wait, he'd take them off. And somehow they took a video or whatever it would call those days, a movie or whatever, of my dad on the floor, and there was a Christmas tree, and I had a train set. And I remember my dad playing with me with that train set. I hope you kids, I don't know what kind of home you're being raised in. I saw a few people in this room tonight. I 
so brokenhearted that you never, you never had a home like I had, a good home. My heart aches for you. But I want you to know that I don't ever want to forget my mother and dad. And that's what God's word says. Moses said, don't, I want you to remember. I want you to remember. I'll get to the text in a moment. I never want to forget when I walked into 4609 Auburn Street, Rockford, Illinois, Saturday morning, and the man who has now been my brother-in-law for 47 years, Dwayne, I was standing in the back row of that auditorium, tile floor on the second floor, big auditorium, and I saw the, I think the record was 450, no, 779 was the attendance on a record day, and I thought, Lord, what have I done? I have no idea what I'm doing here. What a big church. And the man walked in and he said, hi, my name's Dwayne Swanson. Little did I know he'd be my brother-in-law. And I said, Dwayne, I'm glad to meet you. I'm Jack Treber. And I said, I'm waiting for your dad, I believe. He goes, he is, he'll be coming. And then I, I told you, I won't go on, but I, I remember the next year falling in love with that pretty girl. I, I, I knew I didn't have a shot. But thank God she has one bad eye and another eye I can hardly see out of. <laughs> and you know, I, I think I could say it's true. I think about it every day, falling in love with her. I think of six years and 11 months later after we got married that she said, today's the day, and she gave birth to our firstborn. And then we got Tim. We got Tiffany and then Tim and Tabitha. All born in their own bedrooms at our house. Just right across the street here. I don't want to forget. You, you don't want to forget back here. I don't want to forget that little A-frame building that I preached it for the first time. In 1977, in March and February, I don't want to forget it. I don't want to forget those people that were here. Most are gone now. Most have passed away. I don't want to forget when I became a father. I don't want to forget the day I became the pastor of this church. Oh, when I became the pastor of this church, I, I just couldn't believe it. A church in this city and a church in this city and a church in this city all said no, too young and no experience. And then this little church just getting started, a few months old, said, I told him the age and I told him no experience and had proudly blessed his heart and said, if you're God's man, we want you. And he told me after that day, you are God's man. You know, I'll never forget it. I don't want to forget it. And that's what Moses, he said, please, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to die. I won't be here. But would you please remember? Would you please remember? And I challenge you today to always remember. I showed you that video. Yes, because 9-11, that day, that, you heard our, our pastor's conference, they were singing that song, God Bless America. But I, Mother Moyer made that video and it's entitled, We Shall Never Forget. I don't want to forget 9-11. I don't ever want to forget that day, the moment Bobby Robertson was coming 
and he got grounded in Arkansas. And he called me and said, Brother Treber, they won't let me get there. I don't know what you're gonna do, but there's no way to get there today. He was supposed to preach that night. I don't wanna forget 9-11. I don't wanna forget the great men of God, Tom Malone and, and, and Jack Hiles and, 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 and Brother Lester Roloff. And I don't wanna forget Brother Lee Robertson and Brother Bobby Robertson that preached in Curtis Hudson and be 20 Five years on Thursday after pastor's conference, he pastor. I don't want to forget those men. I don't want to forget Raymond Hancock singing, Jesus has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. He invites his chosen people will come and dine. I don't want to forget that. You know, one of the things I'm going to try to challenge you to do in these closing moments would you this week thank God for the future and keep pressing on the upward way and thank God for the present. But, but he says, look, if you're gonna have a good future, you're gonna have to look back. You're gonna have to look back. And I want you to see tonight that, that he said, I want you to remember. I want you to remember that where, where Israel, you've come to a moment that you're gonna leave the wilderness and you're gonna go to Canaan. You're gonna leave the tents and you're gonna to go to houses. You're gonna leave the manna and go to food. You're gonna leave, you're gonna leave Moses and go to Joshua. But, but there's transition going on. But in the transition, don't ever forget. Don't ever forget. What do you want us to remember, God? What do you want us to remember, Moses? But one, I want you to remember that God led you. Look what he says in verse two. Thou shalt, all, thou shalt remember all the way the Lord thy God hath led thee these 40 years. Jesus led me all the way. Led me step by step each day. I will tell the saints and angels as I make my journey home. Is that the right word? Jesus led me all the way. You young men of God, young preacher's wives that are in college and high school, I hope you'll get over here one day where you're old and your family's raised and your children are married and you have grandchildren and you look back and say, God, let me every step of the way. Sometimes in this journey, you're gonna think, Lord, are you leading me? Are you helping me? I'm reading through Psalms right now. I'm reminded that David said, my heart is just so overwhelmed within me. My soul is so troubled. No man cares. And sometimes on the journey of life, it gets difficult. But when you get back here, it's an amazing, a lot of things you can't even remember. What was that family's name that got so mad? Man. Remember, honey, that family that, and we'll, we'll talk once in a while, Remember, they got mad at something. You know, at the time, whatever it is, and I, I'm just giving that, I don't even think of a family right now, but I just at time, it seemed like the whole thing was caving in. But God works it all out. God works it all out. The Lord hath led me. And then I want you to see that he says, not only do I want you to remember that God led you, but I want you to remember he asked you to walk humbly. 
and thou shalt remember which way the Lord thy God led thee these 40 days in the wilderness to humble thee. God will never use a proud singer. God will never use a proud Sunday school teacher. God will never use a proud pastor. God will never use a proud servant of the Lord. God will never use a mother or a father with pride. And the Bible says that, that you, he did this so you could be humbled. Verse three, and he humbled thee. God did this. He gave you man in that same verse. Why? To humble thee. To trust the hand of God. And God wants to humble. And you have a choice and I have a choice. I can either allow God to humble me or I can humble myself under the mighty hand of God. James 4, verse 10 and verse number 6. I wonder who in this auditorium, how many who's should come forward tonight and say, I'm so full of pride. I'm so full of myself. I get like this. And when I look, when I'm down, it's always that I'm bringing everything to myself. I'm not neglected. I don't like this situation. I don't like what's happening. I don't know why. I'm just frustrated. And God says, until you learn to deal with that, by trusting me, you're going to stay there. God gives us thorns in the flesh. I remember that day that my thorn in the flesh came the day Ronald Reagan was shot. I remember at the old property where I stood when that thorn came. And God's allowed that thorn all these many years. And, and I besought the Lord, and not many times, God, would you please remove it? Paul just sought the Lord three times to remove it. I think I did more than that, but not much. Because I learned, I really have, most gladly will I glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ. You know, I must be so full of pride that God says, I'm gonna leave you like Jacob with a limp. So when you walk, you remind yourself that it was your pride God's given me a thorn and I'm so grateful for it. And God will give us thorns and we'll look back one day and say, you know, it's not been that big of a deal, but it's been a great reminder. God reminds me of that thorn through the night hours. God reminds me of that thorn in my office and in my study and on my knees and when I drive. God reminds me of it all the time, all day long. But you know what God says here? He says, I want you to be humble. I look at the great man. I look at that great Lee Robertson. Oh, what a friend he was to me. And we heard his voice on the radio on Friday. We played him speaking here for just a few moments. We played Tom Malone's voice. and We played Bobby Robertson's voice. And we played Brother, Brother Raymond Hancock's voice. And you know, those men were such humble servants of God. I'd get in their presence and they were big shots. They were well known in big churches and they never treated me like that. They treated me like, son, we're so proud of you. If you heard on Friday, Dr. Lee Robertson saying, oh, I love it, I love it, I love coming here. Now I say it all over the country. This is one of the most exciting churches I've ever been. I'll be, I'll be in Hammond, Indiana next week. I still believe this is the most exciting place in all the world. I know, I know they're listening. I know they can hear that, but this is the place. This is it. God's good. Your music, your, your singing, your, your church. I love it. I love it. Oh, I tell you, thank God for a man of that caliber. That was not a big shot. 
And the more God gives you responsibility, you're the CEO of the company now. Take time for people on the journey of life. Take time for those that push the brooms. Take time for those that clean the restrooms. Take time for those that make the food. And they're not beneath you. They're like the Levites of the house of God. Let me try to close. He said, I want you to remember that I had to humble you. I want you to remember I led you. And I want you to remember I provided, verse 3, manna. Verse 4, your raiment wax not old. I want you to remember all this. He says in verse number 17, again, verse, I want you to remember. He says in chapter number 9, verse 7, I want you to remember. Notice what happens when you don't remember, and we'll close. Verse 11, beware. Oh, dear saint of God's dying, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwell therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget, forgot, forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage who led thee through the great, great terrible wilderness who fed thee in the wilderness with manna and thou say in thine heart my power and my might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God it is he that giveth thee power God did and verse 19 and, and it shall be that if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall perish. That's where America is right now. As the nations, and that's where our churches are, which the Lord destroyeth before your face. Why? Because they forgot. I want us tonight to remember it's amazing you prayed and you mentioned in your prayer, page 328, King of my life, I crown thee now, thine shall the glory be, lest I forget thy thorn-crowned brow, lead me to Calvary, lest I forget Gethsemane, I don't want to forget Gethsemane, lest I forget thine agony, I don't want to forget that, Lest I forget thy love for me. Lead me to Calvary. I've always tried to sing in my prayer time and Bible time. But God already since January has convicted me and I've been reading songs and songs and, and scripture that says sing unto me. Sing unto my name. And I've been spending time just singing to God. I sing things to God. I sang this week about Jesus. I sang this week about his name. I sing about the great things that God can do. And I'm no singer. I'll never make a CD. We know that. 
But if God tells me to sing unto his name, I'm going to sing. And I want you to go back and sing, looking back through the years, the heartaches and tears, the Lord has never once let me down, though I don't understand as I walk on my journey and now I'm in the present. And I look back, I will hold to his hand. Oh, there's no need to doubt him now. And you get over here and say, Jesus led me all the way. And you look back and say, you know, life's been a good journey. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.